everybody. What's going on? Um, today's episode is about something that could turn into a little bit of a touchy subject, at least for the, some of the more hardcore marketing experts out there might not like this one. Um, but that's right. It's something that a mistake that I made that ended up costing us a good amount um, that hopefully I can prevent you all from listening to this from making the same mistake. So any of you who at least have been following me or have been trying to you know, either get your business going or grow your business and following some of the, the online experts that are out there for the last decade, you know there's, there's a whole bunch of different types of marketing experts out there. Some are really good. Some are, are, are not so good. Some are a little bit more on the hardcore side. And it's those people on the hardcore side that I think can get a lot of people in trouble. Um, it, look, th- there's, there's a lot of ways to increase sales conversion, both online and offline, but specifically talking about online. And some of the best or some of the biggest experts out there are some of the best in the world at doing this, at you know writing persuasive sales copy or scripting high converting webinars or ads or videos or whatever it is. But in the end, it comes down to the language that you use to actually convince somebody to buy. And that language, that's where there's a lot of advice out there on how to best persuade someone to buy what it is you're selling. And a lot of it is good. And, and almost all of it works. The question is, how well do you want it to work? Um, and if I kind of rewind a little bit, maybe four years ago, three years ago, I started to 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 learn from a couple different people, specifically when it came to um, our webinar at Samcart, when I rolled out our first webinar that really started to, to work, especially to paid traffic, where we get a lot of people signed up for Samcart. And we scripted out this whole long webinar. It showed off Samcart, how it worked. It explained all the benefits and tried to get people to sign up. And some of the people I listened to in the early days were more on that hardcore selling. You know, they might not even think of themselves as hardcore, but they really study kind of the old school direct response marketing experts that are out there. And they are really good at convincing people to buy. The question is that, or the, the problem is there's a downside to getting really, really good to getting people to buy. And the downside is you can get the wrong people to buy. And it, it, look, if you think about it this way, if you had the ability to get everyone or anyone to buy what it is you're selling, isn't that always a good thing? And yes, the, 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 the answer is yes in the short term, but you have to take into consideration your business, your business model. Is it good for you in the long run to get the wrong people to buy your product? And for most people, I would argue the answer is no, it's not good. Um, I mean, take Samcart as an example. For if I can convince anybody to sign up for Samcart, that could be good for us in the short term. I get a lot of people to sign up, even if Samcart's not perfect for them. Let's say they sell, you know, let's say you you have a I'm trying to think of a, a good example of someone who would be a bad example. Let's say you're a hundred million dollar a year online kind of e-tailer. You have thousands of products. You have you know you sell via kind of like the catalog model, which is really good if you're using something like Shopify. It's not really good if you're using something like Samcart. That's not what we were built to do. Samcar was built to sell individual products in kind of a one-off manner. Now, we continue to grow and evolve, and eventually we will be good for someone who wants to sell thousands of products in a catalog-style environment. But for right now, that's not, that's not really what we were built to do. So if I get someone to sign up who has 
12,000 t-shirts and they want to have a catalog and get a bunch of people to go to their store and browse around and add a bunch of things to their cart and then buy, I might be able to convince them to sign up because I'm really good at convincing them, but they're going to cancel. And the more people that cancel, the higher our churn looks and the higher our churn is, the harder it is for us to raise money or to sell the business or to continue to grow because we have this you know, it, it costs us money to serve customers. So if we have a whole bunch of them that are canceling, it ends up hurting us as a business. Um, you, you look at, you know, another example would be like the the fitness industry. I don't know if any of you have ever been to or belong to a Lifetime Fitness. Lifetime is one of the, you know, the most expensive kind of biggest big box gyms. They're really high scale. It's like $100, $200 a month to belong there. And their business model is built the same as us. They they make their money the longer somebody stays there, the more valuable that customer becomes. So if they get a bunch of people to sign up who aren't really committed to getting in shape, staying in shape, to losing weight, whatever it is, it, it, it actually hurts them to have a bunch of people canceling all the time because it costs them money to go get new customers. So they don't market the way that the, you know, I don't want to say, well, maybe I should say there's a lot of scammy type weight loss you know, fitness supplement type businesses that are out there that say, hey, take this pill and get in shape. But when you use that language, when you make your solution sound so easy that anyone can do it, that you're guaranteed to get the result, you get a lot of people who aren't going to be your best customer to buy. Now, some business models, that's fine. They 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 built a business that it doesn't matter if a bunch of people cancel, if a bunch of people refund, that in the end, you know, it's more of a short-term play and, you know, that's fine for them, I guess. It's not the business that I would want to be in. But you don't see Lifetime out there marketing to the lowest common denominator customer. You don't see them saying, hey, you know, just join. It's free for, you know, X days and we guarantee you're going to get in shape. And, you know, it, it's going to be super, super easy to to get your health to where it needs to be. They don't use that kind of language because they want to appeal to the the really not not hardcore, but the the truly committed to health type buyer, someone who's actually going to go to the gym more than you know the very first time and then never show up again. Someone who's going to go in there and spend money at their cafe, which they have really overpriced food that's actually pretty good. But they want someone who's going to go in there and you know buy um, you know the extra massages that they offer and use the sauna and use all the equipment. And I mean, they have so many different features inside this building and they need committed people to go in there to show up often and to use all those extra amenities for them to make money. If they just get a bunch of people who think, oh man, you know, this weight loss thing sounds like it's going to be super easy and I'm just going to walk into Lifetime and spend an hour there and walk out in shape, they're not going to end up with a whole lot of renewing customers that go in there and spend a lot of time and spend a lot of money on all the extra stuff. So you have to be careful. Every time you listen to an expert, you have to put it through the filter of, is this conversion tactic that someone's teaching me or that I see a competitor using, is that right for my business? Is that going to get me the kind of customer that I want? I can go out there and easily get a bunch of people who are brand new to this online marketing game, who aren't really committed to making their business work, who think it should be easy, who think they can just throw up a website and get a crappy product or sell an affiliate product and become the next you know, multimillionaire and then retire on the beach. I can go get those people. They're very easy to convince that it can work. 
there's there's stories of it working in the past, which means it it can happen for anyone. But that's not the kind of person that that I want. That that makes Sam Cart valuable. That makes Sam Cart something that in ten years or twenty years is still going to be here and be bigger than it's ever been. Those kind of people they they don't last. That's a that's a, the the mindset of that person, which you know you could call them get rich quick, you call them whatever you want. Is that's not the kind of person we want. We want someone who's either already established. Because if you're established and you're already, you know, you're selling on Samcart, you're very likely to stay. We hardly ever lose those people. Or someone who might be on the beginner side, but you're truly committed to seeing this thing through. You have, you want to make your own products. You believe in what you're selling. You want to build a real business and you're willing to go through, you know, maybe some tough times to actually make it work. Those are the kinds of people that we want. So I have, I made the mistake early on four years ago of, modeling you know other people who did not have that same approach and put together a sales pitch that worked extremely well and then what we noticed is a year later a lot of those people that we acquired they were churning out and it, it wasn't sam cart's fault sam cart didn't fail them they they had the wrong mindset and i didn't do them any good convincing them that that mindset of the essentially the get rich quick type of mindset the whether it's get rich quick or get in shape quick the you know the idea that it's not going to take you a lot of energy to get this result that you want i didn't do them any favors convincing them or or telling them that that, that will work that that you should be fine that this will work for you even if you don't want to work really hard and it we we spent all this time spent all this money on ads and put this webinar together and then realized a year later, not only was the messaging not, it was not congruent with those people or not congruent with what we wanted, the kind of customers that we wanted to acquire. Um, but we also, because this was converting so well, we we raised the price and we sold this webinar at a very high price. It was like $1,000 uh, entry point to get in. And then it rebuilt like $200 a month. And because we were so good at selling, because these the tactics that we learned work so well, the, the, the problem is you can only, it, it can only work one time. You get somebody in, it's easy to convince somebody the first time, but without something real behind the scenes, it's just not going to end up panning out. Um, so for example, what we did, the, the change that we made, we said, look, this thing worked incredibly well in the front end. It got a lot of people in the door, but they're just not renewing. What can we do? Well, number one, we can go in there, change the messaging and still sell Sam card hard, still focus on the benefits, still show what's possible, but remind people, look, this is not something, do not come in here and expect that Sam card is going to be the solution to all your problems that the second you you switch over, everything's just going to work. You have to actually put in some work and we'll help you and we'll guide you and we'll show you what works, but you have to learn how to sell your product. You have to actually have a real product that somebody wants to buy and we can help you figure out all of those things, but it's going to take work. It's not just, you're not going to snap your fingers and all of a sudden, boom, sales start rolling in. There is actually work that needs to be done to build a real business. And then the other big shift that we made is we lowered the price. We said, look, we know we can sell this thing. We can convince someone to give us $1,000 and convince them to pay $200 a month or at least think they're going to. But the truth is they're not going to end up doing that because they're most likely not going to be ready 
you know, in six months to start paying us $200 a month. It might take longer than that. So we lowered the price and we sold our lower price plan, which is $49 a month, gave people a big discount on buying it yearly. And then we rebuild them at that lower price once they were ready to, to get started. And that one is working extremely well. So we made a sacrifice of front end conversions. We lowered the conversion rate of our webinar. So to the marketing gurus out there, they'd say that's, that's crazy. Why would you ever do that? Now you're going to lose money on the front end to your, your ad campaigns. So you're going to lose money every day, but guess what? What they don't know is we're making all of our money on the back end because we're bringing in the right customer at an affordable price. And then they stay with us for an incredibly long time. So you fast forward five years from now, you think your your expert marketing pitch on the front end, your more hardcore marketing pitch, you think you're beating us and you are beating us. You're beating us for the first 90 days or the first year. But after that, we're going to eat your lunch because we actually got the right people in the door while you have all the wrong people trying to use your system and make it work, which is why Samcar customers across the board are more successful than Almost every other competitor out there, any other e-commerce platform, our customers make like two to three times more. And it's because of that shift that we made. We give people the tools that we need, but that we get them in at a price they can afford. So again, don't just go model what I did. Don't just go lower your price or change the language. Start with number one, make sure you're always thinking about the short-term and the long-term effects of your marketing. The language that you're putting out there in the world is that really what you want to be? Because that's going to be who you attract. The language you put out there, what you say your product is, who it's for, what it does, how it does it, and at what price it does it. Those are going to be the people that you attract. And so you want to make sure, am I building a lowest common denominator business? Am I going to be, you know, like the the get thin quick, you know, weight loss supplements that I want the people that are just, you know, I can pull one over on one time and that, you know, they're going to take this one pill and think that they're going to get thin. Or do I actually want to build a real business where the customer lifetime value is really where I'm going to stress that I might be taking a little bit of a hit on the front end, but I'm going to acquire the right people and people that I know I can deliver for and that are going to be happy and are going to continue to spend money with my business day after day, month after month, year after year. So just a quick little um, lesson that we learned the hard way a couple of years ago that I was thinking about um, the other day and I want to get out to you guys. So again, every every piece of marketing, sales, you know, techniques or hacks, whatever you want to call them that you learn, run them through that filter of, look, this sounds great. I know I'm excited. This can increase my click-through rate or my conversion or my open rates or whatever it is that you're trying to improve do I actually want them to improve the way that this tactic is going to make them improve? Is this going to actually help me? Is it going to make my business better off in the long run, not in the short term? It's easy to get click-through rates, open rates, sales conversion rates higher on the front end, but businesses are made on the back end, not the front. Um, it can take it, it it not it can it will take longer to build that back end, but I promise you, it will be worth it. Um, even if it means sacrificing a little bit of conversion on the front end. So anyway, just a quick lesson of the day. Hopefully that helps somebody out um, out there, uh, especially with all the crazy advice that flies around nonstop about increasing sales. Just remember, increasing front end sales is not always the answer. It's not always a good thing. So that's it for today. Hope you all have a awesome holiday, great Christmas, and I'll talk to you all soon.